In this podcast, we're looking at the theme of the best people and skills. We're picking up on the idea of work experience and apprenticeships as a way to raise the profile of our industry and encourage more young people to take part. There's some really good practical ideas here coming out from the team at Shore Solutions that include apprentices and managers who are looking at all sorts of different ways that young people can get more involved. We hope you find this one interesting and pick up some useful ideas of how you can do something to attract the best people and skills to the RACHP industry. These pictures are um, from a work experience placement that we had in from a local high school. So we kind of got approached by this through the local careers advisor. That's someone who we make contact with. Um, Each school will have a local um, careers advisor. We came across them when actually doing the recruitment process for our um, apprentices to get it out there into the schools. We sent them obviously the job advert and stuff and we've kind of just kept up a relationship with them. And they got in touch with us and asked us if we'd be happy to host a work placement, which we did. So um, this student spent a week with us through lots of different things through the team and lots of stuff on like carbon assessments with me stuff with Sam on marketing and then Aaron who isn't on the call today we did um, some procurement work and kind of ordering parts and things. This student wasn't so interested in probably the engineering side of things but um, it's something that we would like to do to offer work experience placements to also the engineering students as well important point to make that it's not just about technical skills right there's lots of people in our industry who are not necessarily on the road engineers but there's lots of career opportunities as you said in procurement marketing sales that sort of thing as well broadening the scope a bit yeah 100 percent um my role specifically is business operations apprentice so i do a lot of work i'm a stem ambassador i've done this amazing program as well so you're not limited at all to obviously what you can do um, and we would like to also encourage the engineering side of things to come through as well i'm apprentice two years in and so that's been presumably that's quite useful then for you working with the work placement people to be able to tell them about the kind of training that's offered yeah definitely i think it's a great way to also promote um, apprenticeships and things but equally it's a great learning opportunity for us as apprentices to obviously develop people's skills to kind of you know have a go at leading and managing um in a safe environment as well um so there was there was lots of skills in it for us as well as obviously the student um, and i know she thoroughly enjoyed all the things that she she um learned and how old was the student that you had on the work placement um she was 15 she was 15 she was a year year 10 student and how long was she with you for um a full week he was with us for before the um, Easter half term. And was that that's the first time they took somebody on for work placement, was it? Um, it was. We have looked in the past at doing um, different things like traineeships um, where you host people for a little bit longer. But obviously with the COVID and schools not doing um, as many placements for the students, it was limited. But now hopefully there's going to be much more opportunities and we'll obviously welcome, welcome them in when we can. But I definitely encourage it for... Um, all different businesses really to be honest I mean we set up quite a good plan didn't we Sam um, so it was obviously led by the apprentice team but we kind of assigned tasks and we all knew what we were leading so it it wasn't as time consuming as businesses may think as well it was really good and we managed to engage quite well with the different tasks 
you have to understand what they want to get out of it and you have to plan, but you also have to have think of stuff that's fun, that's interesting to do. Yeah, I mean, interestingly, um, Kelly actually loved looking at like the work, work report side of things. So the um, when the engineers are out, um, so she loved filing them and doing like the online customer folders and things, which was great for us in the office, wasn't it, Sam? She loved that. I think just keeping them engaged, it's probably quite quite daunting as well, coming in as a 15-year-old into an office. She had no connection to any of us as well, I'd like to point out. I know sometimes people offer work experience for maybe family members and friends, but this was someone just from the local school. And now we're on the books with them so that when they send them out every year, we can, we'll hopefully get more through. Once you've done the, the risk assessments and all the paperwork and stuff, you want to make the most use of that effort so that you can use people on a regular on a regular basis and just repeat that. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we've got the plan set up now. Obviously, as things go on, there might be a few things added in. But I think we've got a pretty steady plan to welcome any any future work experience student. We'll help set that up for you because, I mean, that's something that I guess employers who might be on the call will think, oh, well, I don't want, you know, I'm not sure where to start with putting all that material together. I'll be honest, no, we we kind of set up the plan ourselves. The school are very open on to kind of what you can teach them and what they're going to do. Obviously, they have a risk assessment involved. We were open to develop a plan. But we did we did find out what Kelly's interests were. Um, she was looking maybe more office-based operations, maybe similar to my role, but we still um, incorporated a lot of marketing, procurement, um, carbon assessment. That's something that we do a lot of work on here, a lot of environmental work. So, yeah, but there is also help out there. Um, this was also through, so the school go through employee solutions. I'm not sure if that's just something local to our area or it's around and, and they kind of do a lot of the risk assessment with you. And they obviously, they contact you every day to check that everything's going to plan and there's no issues. So you're not just left on your own with a student. There's a lot of support there if needed. Can you remind me as well why you, why the company, why Shore Solutions decided to go down this route? Is it part of their corporate social responsibility? Was it part of their, you know, objectives to recruitment or was it just a community project? What what was their rationale? Do you know? Um, I'd probably say the corporate social responsibility, you know, in the local area, we obviously care about how people perceive us as a business and we want to do good. Um, we want to promote the industry as well. You know, I knew nothing about this industry. I'm only um, 20 myself. If you told me three years ago, I'd probably be working in an industrial refrigeration company. I, I wouldn't have known. I didn't know anything about it. But I just think to get it out there um, is really important. And I think Millie will probably be able to talk to you a bit on that. Um, Millie came to us in September um, last year. Um, she's our first female um, engineering apprentice. And she actually was a, a travel agent, weren't you, Millie, beforehand? Yeah, big change. <laughs> you obviously know probably better than me how have you found coming into this industry? Coming from went to school to an office job and then to obviously a more hands-on physical job. It was a big change, but it's been great. But as far as I remember in school, I didn't like I wasn't made aware of the possibilities going into engineering and things like that. I went to a girls' school, so maybe that was why they just didn't push it. They didn't think people would be interested. But I'm glad that I got into it now. So Millie, how long have you been in the industry now? Isn't it? You're an apprentice, is that right? Yeah, I think it's nine months just since last September. And um, they wrote, they said you're out on the road at the moment. Is that right? Yeah, I'm just sat in the van at the moment trying to find some quiet. 
So how did they persuade you into into refrigeration air conditioning? What was it because you saw that the company was local? What made you think about it as a career? Well, there was no persuasion necessary, really. I, I went travelling when I was younger to Australia and well, it's a bit of a long-winded story, but I ended up doing quite a few hands-on things when I was there and I thought, yeah, I'd quite like to actually do this like full-time. I'd like to have a skill and the knowledge to be useful for something rather than just like basically have no hands-on skills, if that makes any sense. Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a job that you can use a lot of maths and knowledge and, and really use your brains as well as using your hands, which is which is a great way of, you know, traveling. I mean, at least you're not stuck in an office all day, I guess. Yeah. And how did you find the apprenticeship? I mean, how how did they match you with that employer? Because we do sometimes here at the Institute, we get calls from people saying, well, they're looking for a job or they're looking for an employer to support a young person through an apprenticeship. How did you find the, the apprenticeship? I wanted to get into the industry, to be honest. So I would just search every morning um, for any vacancies. And I saw this one and decided to apply. So was that through the government website or through like just Google or something? I saw it on Indeed.com, funnily enough. Yeah, because there is an apprenticeship matching service on the gov.uk website. But I think maybe, you know, people are more used to using those recruitment age, recruitment search engines, aren't they, to find jobs. So it's it's good to know that there's apprenticeship jobs offered there as well. I did try the, the Gov one. I tried daily as well. I think I just saw it on Indeed first. I do think it was on the Gov website as well. And which college are you at? In the City of Liverpool College at the moment. And how are you finding that mixture of working in the field and going to college? It's good because when you go to college, you sort of learn and you can apply the next day and work what you've learned and put it into a, an actual picture in your head rather than where a school where you were just taught and taught and taught and you never would see really I find that really useful when you can go to work the next day and try and apply what you've learned the day before. How is the employer then managing your apprenticeship so presumably you're doing that theory knowledge at college then you've got to support that with the practical on the road are you sort of paired with a more experienced engineer? Yeah so um, we have a couple of different engineers so it depends obviously what the schedule is but we're always with like a qualified engineer and they're all of them are very happy to help and near enough every time they know the answer as well they're very knowledgeable there's not a I haven't come across a question that no one knew how to help with yet so that's really good to know I'm around sort of knowledgeable people and know what they're doing and then you're also now promoting the industry to other people anyone I speak to about it I'm just like yeah you need to get in there you need to get in there well, I'm, I'm sure also you've been encouraged to join the IOR's got the Women RACHP group as well. So hopefully and there's lots of resources to support your career as well as you go forward. So hopefully you're finding in the industry very supportive as a trainee. Yeah, it's great. What sort of things do you think that our industry should be really using as its sales point to encourage new people to join the industry and get people to consider as a, even as a work experience to try it out? Because I'm sure there's students who will say refrigeration. I don't want to do that. I think it's such a um, it's a small industry. It's very good to know because it's like a specialist thing rather than, for instance, a mechanic where a lot of people know what it is and what we do. It's something you can use every day. It's hard to sort of explain because before you know about it, you think, well, what what do I need with that information? But funnily, you just come across it every single day. What I've learned, and it's just great to have the knowledge, really. So it's just that practical element of it, isn't it? Yeah. 
people here are all interested and wanting they're either involved with schools at the moment or wanting to get involved with schools any other advice you'd give to them when they're talking to young people about the career um i would say try and get people hands-on involved i remember in school we'd always have people standing up and talking and a lot of people didn't listen because they found it hard to sort of concentrate but when for instance like who wants to come on like who wants to come up and help me do this everyone's ears instantly light up so maybe try and get people involved hands-on and set challenges if possible and competitions because that's when people start sort of raring to go when they can sort of try harder and really put an input into it Sam and, and Jessica, is, did you say you're STEM, STEM amazing trained? So is that kind of a program that helps you come up with some really good um, practical experiments that young people can do? Is that right? Yeah, definitely. Um, I did the, the first intake on the STEM amazing program and obviously learned numerous skills through that. So yeah, loads of experiments there. And I know something that they were obviously based and tailored a lot more for maybe the primary school age. Um, I think something that the industry potentially is missing is kind of focusing on the secondary school students. I understand um, getting in there early um, and things, which is great. But for these secondary school students, I think maybe more could be done. Um, I know we've done a few talks in some local schools about the industry and the different apprenticeships that we offer. And I know that Millie has been in the office um, a few weeks ago trying to design a rig to take into um, some schools and things, so some hands-on experience. Something that maybe the, the older children, the GCSE level, that age would be interested in. So it's obviously trying to find something for all different age groups to continue to promote. Let us know how you get on with that, because that would, again, would make a nice video or something. You know, we've got a careers YouTube and we've got stuff on our fantastic fridges. So if you do come up with a nice training rig and you'd like to demo it for us. And yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Um, we'll do that. Is there anything else, any ideas or tips that you guys at uh, Sure Solutions would like to say about work experience to share that others thinking of taking uh, work experience students on, but they're not too sure where to start? So something we did at the end with our student was we built a CV with her, which we thought would be really beneficial for her. I think 14, 15, you don't really know where to go with a CV. And I think it's sort of hard to try and figure out what an employer is looking for and what to put down and what you class as key skills. We found out as well that she had like a small job on the side that she did for a little while. And we just said, you know, put that down, tell us what you did. And we helped her write it and build it and gave her a template. So once she was done, she took all the work that she did with us and her CV as well and took that as evidence. Obviously, in the future, if she was to go you know, into an office for all if she chose to, she could take that with her as an example. That might help her get a role in the future. A good idea to structure that program that it's not just about learning about the industry and what you do, but things like mock interviews or CVs can be a real benefit. And if you get a good review from the work experience person, hopefully that means that school will send more people your way in future. Yeah, it's exactly what we did as well. We uh, gave her a review form as well, which you could take back to the school if they were uh, curious how she did or if they uh, employed solutions and they sent one out as well. But we did our very own. Yeah, I think that's good. Get some feedback on what to do next time and how to make that work in future. I think that that's the bit that you're more trying to get at as well. Is I think when we originally thought about it, we were worried, you know, how are we going to fill a week? And I don't know if it'll be the same for other businesses, you know, what are we going to do? So remember that you can fill it with just like normal transferable skills as well, such as the CV building, mock interviews, loads of different webinars out there. Obviously, we te we're tailoring it to the industry. We want to promote industrial refrigeration. 
but equally five days for a 15 year old full of that could be a bit overwhelming do just throw other things in there into the mix as well and just make it a little bit more enjoyable for them I wonder if some of the employers think oh well we just don't have someone to who could sit with that person the whole week and do stuff it's going to be a nuisance but from what you're saying you can get them to do so many different things with different people then it works out quite well as long as you're planning you know we allocated different days or even half days or hours so we all you know had time in our week to get on with our normal job role so I think that is important just to consider and equally if you do need a bit of time there's loads of good webinars out on on here on the visa webinars lots of different things that we can obviously put them on to the message we're getting across is there's lots of opportunities and there's lots of resources it's just really getting down to putting something together making that contact with the local school maybe using the stem program to help make contact if you don't have a direct contact with the local school and then just getting getting stuck in and it does sound as though uh, sam and jessica would be happy to share some of their experience if, if anybody here is from an employer who's thinking about it they might have some templates for plans that they use that they could share with you as well to give you an idea of how to put a program together and we can put that on our website as an example template yeah, definitely. We'd be willing, willing to send that across. Also, um, we shortened the day a little bit. Or, I don't know anyone else's, but our working hours are here are half eight till five. Obviously, that's a long time for the student when they're used to nine till three. So we did, you know, like nine till three. That also gives us time in the work day to get things done. So just little things like that. It doesn't need to be as complicated as you sometimes think. Um, and once you've got one plan set up, you set up them, we can welcome as many as many as we can. And we've also done the other other month, we did some mock interviews as well, didn't we, in another school. So I think once you've got your foot in the door with them, they're, they're always looking for you to, to go in and talk to the students. It's just making that initial contact. Yeah, it's a lot, lot of these things, it sounds complicated, but once you get started and have done the groundwork, then it sounds as though there's lots of benefits all around. Yes, definitely. I'm sure we'll hear more from you guys and from Millie in the future as we go forward to work together to try to do something to raise awareness of our industry. Thanks very much, guys, for dropping in at very short notice to tell us a little bit about the work you've been doing. And it sounds like really good progress you've made there. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks. Bye. tip of the iceberg from the Institute of Refrigeration and I'm Miriam Rodway. We hope you're enjoying our podcast. Please like and share and follow the podcast and join us on the next edition. Thank you.